1: state or federal court. Nine others were convicted in a scheme portrayed in court as homegrown terrorism on the eve of the 2020 presidential election. And right now, New England and Canada brace for strong winds, heavy rains, and coastal flooding from Hurricane Lee, the Category 1 tracking northward in the open Atlantic after lashing Bermuda. The hurricane Center says Lee's weakening, but the tremendous size is extending winds as far as 300 miles. That's it. The Hill starts next. Have a great weekend.
2: You are looking live right now at the very first for this country. Left side of your screen, protesters in Michigan at one plant already shut down. Now auto workers are striking at all three of the major U.S. auto companies. And on the right, a live look at the White House, where President Biden today said he is sending in his negotiators to Detroit.
3: Let's be clear. No one wants a strike. It's my hope that the parties can return the negotiation table to forge a win-win agreement.
2: Coming up, how the White House is backing the unions and why the Chamber of Commerce thinks the president is making a mistake. Plus, brand new polling out today, potentially sounding off sirens for Democrats. It involves the seven crucial states at the heart of the 2024 presidential election. We'll hear from Chris Steyerwald on whether he thinks this is a warning or maybe not even a worry at all. Plus, NASA names a new UAP director. But why were they so skittish about telling us about who it actually is? The Hill on News Nation starts right now. <music> Busy Newsday on this Friday. Once again, thank you for being with us here on The Hill on News Nation. I'm Blake Berman, joined today by a great panel Chris Steyerwall. Of course, is News Nation's political editor and a senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute. Ashley David is a former White House official during the George W. Bush administration. Kurt Bardella, a Democratic strategist and former House GOP committee advisor. And Julia Manchester, national political reporter for The Hill. Hello to you all. Happy Friday. Welcome to you. For the first time, as you know, in 88 years, the United Auto Workers Union is on strike against all big three automakers at the same time. So far, there are nearly 13,000 workers who have walked off the job after a new contract could not be negotiated. And earlier today, President Biden touted the benefits of unions.
3: Unions raise workers' wages, they said, incomes, increase home ownership, increase retirement savings, increase access to critical benefits like sick leave and childcare, and reduce inequality, all of which strengthen our economy for all workers. That's because unions, unions raise standards across the workplaces and entire industries, pushing up wages and strengthening benefits for everyone.
2: This is the story of the day. It's a story of the Midwest. It could be that way, Chris, for quite some time. What's at stake here for President Biden, who describes himself as the most pro-union
4: president ever? Well, the '70s nostalgia trip that America has been on—we've got it, it's—we've it, had the inflation, uh, we've had the—we've had political violence, we've had all of these other things, and now we have industrial policy, we have strikes, we have a Democratic president, as Lyndon Johnson once did, trying to come in and quell labor unrest with automakers. The problem for Biden is. The union seems to be taking a very hard line. Very hard. A very hard line here. And as we've seen with the actors and writers striking in Hollywood, once you get into a strike, getting back out is really hard. So Joe Biden wants credit with the union so that he can say to them, look, I'm your guy. You're going to have to cut me some slack because we can't afford to have a recession here because that's really what we're talking about. If this goes sideways in swing states, uh, in the upper Midwest, this is very bad for Biden. So he's got a big he's got a lot on the line. So the president, uh, Julia, is sending in
2: his top negotiators, Gene Sperling, one of the most revered economists on yeah. the Democratic side, senior advisor to the White House, Julie Sue, over at the Labor Department. He, he's sending the top officials in.
1: He's sending them in. But like Chris said, look, they're taking a hardline stance. We've been in the uh, writer, writer strike out in L.A. for how, how long now? Quite some time. So I don't really see an end in sight. And just to piggyback on something Chris said, he talked about how this is going to be rough for Biden in some of these swing states. Well, add that on to the down-ballot Democrats who are running mm-hmm. in the Senate. Sherrod Brown in Ohio, the last statewide elected Democrat in Michigan. You know, this is a seat that should be not relatively easy for— Alyssa Slotkin, but something she could ideal she could win um, somewhat easily. Uh, that probably is giving some uh, momentum or to and Republicans.
2: We, we talk about the swing states, but you know, one of the the facilities where there's a strike right now is Missouri, right? And when you talk about down ballot candidates, you never know. Where this moves, Ashley?
5: Well, absolutely. But I also think that Mike Rogers is probably not happy that there's a strike. But this actually would help him tremendously. (laughs) Candidate in Michigan. Yeah, candidate, Senate candidate in Michigan, former congressman. But I also think that President Biden looks like he was asleep at the wheel. If he's sending his big people in today... Well, what were they doing publicly two weeks ago? I know that they were—they said that they were involved, but it still happened. So their involvement didn't make it stop.
2: So the president's been making calls. We know Debbie Dingell told us, Congresswoman from Michigan, on the show. The White House has said it. Is—is it, it, is this an asleep at the wheel moment, or is this doing everything he can, Kurt? By by getting his, his top folks out there on the road saying go You have wanted- to
6: imagine that they were doing a lot of back-channeling yeah, behind yeah, the scenes that wasn't public. And you don't do anything publicly in the, in the beginning of this because if you do it and it happens, you look powerless and neutered. But if you come in and something actually gets done and you help get a solution, well, then you are part of the solution and you can take credit for that. I think ultimately, politically speaking, it all depends on how long this goes and how it actually ends. If you look at it now, it's like, yeah, it looks bad, it's not great politics, but you can't tell me that anything happening right now is something we're
2: going to be talking about in November of next year, because I just don't believe that. All right. Well, let's head to Wayne, Michigan now. That is where we find News Nation correspondent Ryan Bass. He's been speaking with auto workers picketing outside the Ford assembly plant there. Ryan, uh, what you been hearing? What have they been telling you?
7: They want better pay. They want better benefits. And that's what they're out here fighting for. And I do want to give you an idea, Blake, because this Ford assembly plant behind me in Wayne, Michigan, is responsible for the Ford Ranger and the Ford Bronco. Those are two of the most Profitable vehicles for Ford and also two of the most popular as well. So uh, these targeted strikes are meant to hit the big three automakers where it could potentially hurt most. And these workers, they say they're struggling with trying to get by. They want better paychecks, and that's what they're out here fighting for. So this strategy that is being used by the United Auto Workers against the big three automakers is certainly one we haven't seen before, including even in the last strike in 2019 against General Motors. They are hitting all of the big three at the same time. Right now, a total of almost 13,000 workers are on the picket line. 3600 from a GM plant in Missouri, 3300 here in Michigan and about 5800 at a plant in Stellantis in Ohio. Now, while they want to get rid of these tiered benefits and they want a tiered pay structure, I should say, and beef up their benefits, most of these workers tell us it all comes down to how much money they're getting every two weeks in their paycheck.
1: I was making $28 an hour. By 2012, they dropped me down to $15 an hour. Took my pension, took my cost of living. Took $10 an hour, took five years of pension, I mean five years from me, and I'm supposed to be happy. Yes, I am going to fight for my rights. I deserve this. I work hard every day.
3: If you look at wages, you can work at Wendy's for 17 bucks an hour, and this stuff that we do here is a lot harder than Wendy's, and it should be a livable wage where you can afford a house and a car.
7: The UAW says that these targeted walkouts are actually meant to keep Ford, GM, and Stellantis guessing, not really knowing where the next strike could come next. But at the same time, this could also be a way for them to limit the use of their strike fund. They've got $825 million on hand, and they're going to be paying these strike workers $500 a week to be out of work. And if all 146,000 UAW workers actually do go on strike, It's estimated that fund could last about 11 weeks, so that could really start to put some pressure on these workers. Now, coming up tonight, Blake, on Elizabeth Vargas Reports, we actually took a ride along with one UAW worker who works at this plant and has worked here for 25 years. He takes us through how much they have struggled just in terms of wages and what they are standing for, because it's not just them. He says it's for generations to come. All
2: right, Ryan Bass in uh, Wayne, Michigan. Well, about 20 minutes west of Detroit, 20 minutes east of Ann Arbor. Ryan, thank you. Meantime, the UAW strike could be the biggest labor crisis of the president's uh, presidency, as we talked about. During his remarks, President Biden emphasized that auto workers should be fairly compensated.
3: I believe they should go further to ensure record corporate profits mean record contracts for the UAW. I'll say that again. Record corporate profits, which they have, should be shared by record contracts for the UAW.
2: Joining me now is Neil Bradley. He's the executive vice president and chief policy officer over at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Neil, haven't talked in a while, but nice to speak with you as always. Uh, Chamber, you represent businesses. I'm guessing you're on the side of the big three here, but you just heard from the president talking about profit sharing. Here's what you write. Uh, the UAW uh, strike and indeed the summer of strikes is the natural result of the Biden administration's whole of government approach to promoting unionization at all costs. Why are unions and profit-sharing bad? Well, unions
8: aren't bad, and and sharing profits aren't bad, and increases in wages uh, for union workers, including the UAW, isn't bad. That's not the issue at hand here. Uh, In fact, if you take this particular instance, uh, the the three automakers have put uh, large, substantial wage increases, 20% in some cases, uh, on the table. The problem is, is that the expectation in part by this administration's policies have been created that lead to things like full, a demand for a 40 percent pay increase and the idea that uh, that workers should get paid for five days when only doing four days of work. And so you add all of these things together and it's uh, they're really asking for things that just just aren't economically feasible. And that's where the difference lies. Do you blame the White House for this? Is this their fault in your view? I I think we have to look at the fact that uh, the administration, its allies, and their policies are trying to put the thumb on the scale in favor of unionization in a way that's created uh, these expectations and, frankly, embolden the unions, as we've seen in the, in this very strike. And so when you tell unions that you no longer actually have to win an election to actually become certified as a union, uh, when you tell unions that uh, we'll give union shops preferences for government grants and contracts, when you do what California is about to do and say, if you strike, we'll give you unemployment benefits, you fundamentally destroyed the balance that leads to fair
2: negotiations and you end up in situations like we're in today. You know, I was struck by hearing uh, that woman in, in Ryan's report say she's making 10 bucks an hour less, uh, her pension's gone, benefits gone. What would you tell her? Is it is it the union's well, fault? I, I is don't it know the, the automakers' fault? Any,
8: uh, given I don't know the particulars of any given situation, but uh, as I began with, um Unions should be negotiating for higher wages and they should be receiving higher wages. That's not the issue at hand here. The, the question is, is that can we can we avoid creating these unrealistic expectations that just can never economically feasibly been met? You know, you could you could ask for wage increases that would have put employers out of business. That does no one any good. And so you know what we what? have to do is restore some balance to this debate.
2: I want to note right now that is the head of the UAW, uh, the union, speaking right now, I believe, uh, in Michigan, if in Detroit, Michigan. If you were to be able to, to talk to Sean Fain right now, what would you tell him?
8: I would suggest that uh, it's time to get back to the negotiating table, uh, that everyone wants a fair contract uh, that rewards union workers, but also results in a strong uh, three U.S. automakers that have the capacity and the wherewithal to grow so that they can keep those UAW workers employed, not just today, but for decades ahead of time. And, you know, uh, when he says it's a generational issue, uh, he's not wrong about that. But the path they're pursuing is one that means that the, these automakers won't be around for generations to come. And, and that doesn't serve him or the workers or America uh, much good at all.
2: Neil Bradley with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Thank you, sir. Nice to speak with you again. Hope you come on back. Let's take uh, I'll, 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 I want to show that video again. I, I mentioned to Neil that Sean Fain was speaking. But if we could take that full real quick, because also at the mic, you uh, Is Bernie Sanders. Oh, not Larry David.
9: Not not (laughs) Larry David.
2: David. But this sort of shows the issue here, right? You've got Democrats uh, and the White House backing the UAW. You've got folks who represent
4: business saying, you know, the White House and unions need to be realistic. Well, it took both labor and management to bankrupt two of the big three car companies. Uh, We did that at the uh, early first decade of this century. Uh, it was a catastrophe and it required the uh, unprecedented intervention of the federal government uh, and the American taxpayers to come in and, and keep GM and Chrysler afloat. And we could do it again, right? So the way that that happens is short term thinking by executives uh, matching up with uh, long term thinking by unions. Build it up, build it up. We got to keep it open, we got to keep it going. That's why American cars are really expensive. That's why Detroit went bankrupt once before. Uh, this is not a new problem, and the solutions are not easy. Hey, guys, I want to listen to Bernie Sanders for 30
2: seconds. Can we take him real quick?
4: Bernie Sanders, live in Detroit. <laughs> something you don't see much
0: about on TV or in the halls of Congress, and that is what is going on in the American economy today and what has gone on for decades. Believe it or not, that at a time of unprecedented income and wealth inequality today, weekly wages for the average American worker are lower today than they were 50 years ago. In other words... Despite a massive increase in worker productivity in the automobile industry and in every sector of our economy.
2: All right, so Bernie Sanders talking there live in Detroit. And again, we've been bringing this back to, you know, the president and what it means for him. When you hear a Democrat say people aren't making as much money as they were now like they were when they used to. And you got the president going out there and touting Bidenomics. Ashley, that's part of the problem, is it not?
5: It is. And I I do think, were you, I just want to go back for a second. Were you saying that the the federal government could bail out these auto industries? No, no, no. no. What I'm
4: saying is Detroit has failed again and again over the years. Because of this central problem. And the central problem is that the people who run these companies, maybe this is why Ford has done better in this way. People who run these companies are like, we got to get back online. I got to make my quarterly bonus. I got to wrap this up because my golden parachute needs to inflate here. So when they enter these negotiations, they have short term, stockholder driven thinking. Whereas the unions have long-term thinking, right? We want to bump up these numbers so that the next step increase is better than the next step increase is better than the next step increase. And then when this CEO leaves, the next CEO is the one to say, well, how are we going to make a profit doing this? And this is, it's, a it's hard. It's, it's a cycle. It's hard. All right, well, coming up, they
2: are the states that are likely to determine who wins the White House in 2024. And now, new polling shows there could be a clear leader And it ain't the incumbent. What to make of the numbers? We'll discuss with Chris coming up.
10: You're watching News Nation news for all America.
6: Today, there are more identity threats than you realize, and only one has
4: to sneak by.
11: Lifelock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated restoration specialist will help fix it. Backed by our million dollar protection package, Lifelock, identity theft protection, starts here. My mental health was much better, but I struggled with uncontrollable movements called TD, tardive dyskinesia. TD can be caused by some mental health meds.
12: And it's unlikely to improve without treatment. I felt like my movements were in the spotlight.
11: Ingrezza is a prescription medicine to treat adults with td movements Ingrezza is different it's the simple once daily treatment proven to reduce td that's number one prescribed people taking Ingrezza can stay on their current dose of most mental health meds Ingrezza 80 milligram is proven to reduce td movements in 7 out of 10 people don't take Ingrezza if you're allergic to any of its ingredients Ingrezza may cause serious side effects including sleepiness don't drive, operate heavy machinery, or do other dangerous activities until you know how Ingreza affects you. Other serious side effects include potential heart rhythm problems and abnormal movements. It's nice. People focus more on me. Ask your doctor about number one prescribed once daily Ingreza. Learn how you can pay as little as $0 at ingresa.com. This country has never been so divided. Are you a licorice lover or hater? We at licorice.com have 50 plus gourmet flavors that you'll flip out over. Get some for yourself or a licorice lover in your life. Licorice Lovers Unite at licorice.com. I have moderate to severe Crohn's disease. Now they're sky Rizzy. Are
3: looking up. I've got
12: Control.
8: Feel significant symptom relief with SkyRizzy, including less abdominal pain and fewer bowel movements at four weeks. Skyrizi is the first and only IL-23 inhibitor for Crohn's that can deliver both clinical remission and endoscopic improvement. The majority of people on Skyrizi achieve long-lasting remission at one year.
12: Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, had a vaccine, or plan to. Liver problems may occur in Crohn's disease.
8: Ask your gastroenterologist how you can take control of your Crohn's with Skyrisi. Learn how AbbVie could help you save.
11: Once retired, Marcus decided, I will never again work for another man or woman. I've abandoned my corporate phone plan, and I'll get a new plan with Consumer Cellular for up to half the cost. Let's go, birds. When freedom calls, we're here to answer.
1: Every
12: community has a voice. When you bring together a team of people who understands the heartland, you get such a diverse perspective. That's why we're news for all America. Morning in America, weekday mornings at 6, 5 central on News
1: Nation.
2: There's breaking news now involving Donald Trump. The special counsel, Jack Smith, we are now learning within the last few minutes here, is requesting a, quote, narrowly tailored gag order on the former president. Smith's team has made the request to the federal court judge overseeing the 2020 election interference case against Donald Trump in a court filing tonight. Now, Smith wants Trump barred from making statements that prosecutors argue could, quote, present a serious and substantial danger of prejudicing prejudicing the case. The prosecutors cite Trump's, quote, recent extrajudicial statements, which they say are intended to undermine public confidence in an institution, the judicial system and to undermine confidence and intimidate individuals, the court, the jury pool, witnesses, and prosecutors. Donald Trump has criticized the judge overseeing the case, as you know, in several posts recently, and requested she recuse herself. There is no time frame on a possible decision regarding the gag order request. Chris, uh, we had, a, had an idea that this would eventually come from Jack Smith. Donald Trump's been saying a few things, but I want to talk about some polls that we just got today. Okay. Uh, Reuters, swing state. Seven states. Yes. I don't want to say the states that matter, but basically the states that this might come down to. All states matter to us. All states matter to us.
4: They all matter to us, Uh, but some states are more equal than others. Okay, there you go. Donald Trump plus six against Joe Biden. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, This is uh, Wisconsin. This is uh, Pennsylvania. This Mm -hmm. is Nevada. This is Georgia. This is Arizona. North Carolina, Michigan. North Carolina, Michigan. Okay, so uh, if we look at the numbers here, Donald Trump is up six uh on joe biden now that's interesting but if we look at what the result was in 2020 and i don't know if we if i have the power to make that appear i don't know if i have that oh there we go look at that happen uh (laughs) joe biden won these by 1.3 points now is joe biden doing uh five points worse than he did uh, uh seven points worse than he did last time no, because the most important number here is undecided. 24% yeah. undecided. Okay, my analogy is this, and you can read about it tomorrow at the dispatch. Sorry to plug the dispatch on the hill, <laughs> not, not to be that way. But basically, it's like cleaning out your gutters. Okay. So for regular voters, uh, it's like you know that when the fall comes, leaves will go into your gutters, and you will eventually have to clean your gutters. Right. But we don't think about that. We're normal people. We put that off. When somebody says, what's your gutter strategy, Blake? You're not like, oh, I've been thinking about it. I got the ladders ready. I want to go. That's what this general election, if it's a Trump versus Biden rematch, feels like to normal people, which is I can't believe I'm going to have to do this. I can't believe that this is going to come. So that 24 percent tells us what? The Democrats are rightly freaking out about how badly Joe Biden is doing, and Joe Biden has had a garbage week. Uh, the impeachment inquiry, criminal charges against his son. I need to go to bed. The the uh, the, the Hanoi moment. Just uh, just a, another bad week for Joe Biden. And Republicans are excited about this, and Democrats are very upset. And then next week, Donald Trump will have a bad week. What, and, it'll, and it'll go back and forth like this. And that 24% will just say, I'm not going to clean the gutters yet. But, I'm, I'm going to wait. But let me ask
2: you, that 24%, how much of that, if you just take 100 voters, right? right. So 24 of them are undecided. Of those 24, how many are undecided between those two? And,
4: or are just saying they're undecided because they're hoping that it's going to be someone else? Yeah, we're weird, uh, we think about this, and I love how weird you are, America, uh, that's here watching The Hill. But this is, we're, we're not like normal people because we spend a lot of time thinking about this because, and uh, for the for good reasons, uh, we love the country, we care about what happens to it, we're engaged in it, it's not wrong. But most Americans put this stuff off, and especially when these two parties are so bad, right, we have these two really, rotten parties that can't produce a product that the American people want, right? They're both locked in trying to be the minority party, basically. And understandably, normal people turn their back on that. And I understand it. What I would tell Democrats is, don't wet the bed yet, right? Don't, not not yet, you don't know what's gonna happen and all of this stuff. And I would say for Republicans, don't overestimate yourself, right? A lot of what's going on for Republicans is they say, oh, look, we're up in these polls, we're doing great, this is gonna be fine. That 24% is going to move, and you don't know which direction. All right,
2: coming up with Hunter Biden, will he end up being cheered on, actually, by Republicans? Republicans cheering on Hunter Biden. That is what one notable congressman is now suggesting. So how on earth is that the case? We'll get into it when The Hill on News Nation returns.
11: CC football on the CW continues when the key debts of VMI go on the road to NC State to face the vaunted Wolfpack defense. VMI NC State this Saturday at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific on the CW.
12: At ADP, we understand business today looks nothing like it did yesterday. While it's more unpredictable, its possibilities are endless. From paying your people from anywhere to supporting your talent everywhere, we use data-driven insights to design HR solutions and services to help businesses of all size work smarter today so they can have more success tomorrow.
11: An important message for Americans age 50 to 85.
5: Oh, my gosh, you're still using Mom's old coffee pot. It's my inheritance. (laughs) Well, it is a family heirloom. You know what? The kids can just sell it to pay for my funeral. (laughs) It's a good thing you have life insurance. Life insurance with our family history. Don't
12: you know about Colonial Pen? It's guaranteed acceptance, whole life insurance with no medical questions
5: asked. I'm on a fixed income. Who isn't? You haven't?
12: We all do. John, Maria, even Paul with all of his medical problems. Hmm. Colonial Pen.
9: That's right. Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company. As you get older, your health may change. Colonial Pen understands that. And we don't think it should keep you from getting life insurance to help protect your family. That's why we guarantee acceptance to everyone age 50 to 85. No health questions, no medical exam. Applying is easy. And you have your choice of options starting at $9.95 a month, a few dollars a week, 35 cents a day. And your price will never go up. A lifetime rate lock guarantees it. This protection can last a lifetime, too. Some insurance policies end once you reach a certain age. Not this one. Pay your bill, and it's yours to keep for as long as you'd like.
12: How did you apply? Called for information, got an application, filled it out, sent it back. It it took a few minutes. And look at this. They sent me this free beneficiary planner just for calling. I filled in all my important information and final wishes. Now my kids will have everything they need in one place.
9: Ready to learn more? Call for free information and your free gift. There's no obligation. Every policy we issue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. You have nothing to lose. Why wait?
11: Call now. Call 1-800-574-7160 for your free information and your free gift. That's 1-800-574-7160. There's no obligation. 1-800-574-7160. Call now.
0: Pop Quiz. Did you know you can lose weight with a plan that fits your budget and your goals? Introducing Quick 9 from Nutrisystem. Lose up to 9 pounds your first 2 weeks. You get delicious frozen meals delivered right to your door with convenient shipments at an affordable price and fast weight loss.
13: I'm saving money and I'm losing
0: weight. It's flexible, it's affordable, and it works. Get off to a fast start with Quick 9. Call or go online right now to get over 50% off plus free extras.
12: Meet Gold Bond Healing, a powerhouse lotion that moisturizes, heals, and smooths dry skin. With seven moisturizers and three vitamins, you can pay more, but you can't get more. Gold Bond, champion your skin.
0: We need some help.
12: I know. I'm going to CashNetUSA.com. And if approved, we can have the money in our account as soon as the same
3: business day.
7: Go to CashNetUSA.com to apply for the money you need. Are you feeling like you've lost your edge? That your energy level has dropped?
13: And you're less interested in doing the things that make you a man? Then you need RUT testosterone booster from Bucked Up. It's a fact that men's testosterone levels start to drop as we get older. But RUT is the natural way to regain your edge and get back to feeling like a man. RUT's testosterone boosting formula kickstarts energy levels, fuels strength, stamina, and lean muscle growth. RUT is flying off the shelves at GNC and Vitamin Shop, but you can get a free bottle by texting right now.
0: I'm telling you, RUT has been an absolute game changer for me. I've got more energy, more drive. I'm feeling better than I did in my 20s. As a former pro athlete, I'm always looking for an edge. Whether it's more effective workouts or better recovery or even staying alert and focused during meetings, RUT definitely gives me that advantage. Get your
8: free bottle by texting "game" to
2: 312-345. Welcome back to the Hill here on News Nation. A look into our backyard for a moment. There's a growing belief among some Republicans that a government shutdown is around the corner. During a closed door meeting, the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy dropped an F bomb directed at members of his own party who are threatening his own job. And there is now an impeachment inquiry into the President of the United States whose son is facing federal charges. Add it all up, the Republican Congressman Mike Simpson might have hit the nail on the head, telling reporters this week how he summed up the situation to constituents. Quote, fasten your seatbelts because it's going to be a bleep show for four months (laughs) joining us now another veteran congressman uh from texas waco congressman pete sessions sir thank you for being back here on the hill on news nation uh you hear your colleague uh, i believe from wyoming there say that basically he used a little bit more colorful language uh is he right is this just going to be a mess here in washington for the next handful of months
10: well mike and i sit together during most of the votes and and have a good dialogue with each other about the continuing uh, drama that uh, pulls itself off the floor. Mike is talking also, however, we need to understand about dealing with the Senate, dealing with the president, dealing with uh, timeframes that come into play that are uh, not necessarily on our side. So, no, I think he, he nailed it, but, but let's yeah. say this. It is completely manageable if the right circumstances come together. What are those circumstances? Those circumstances are the opportunity for us to recognize that we are making this look difficult and hard. If members of Congress will come together, lay down their their cards, it may not be something that is completely resolved by September 30th, but it can be resolved just as it has in months past As we move forward, we're probably going to have to take these issues one at a time. But you've got people that are just like the conservatives that are upset with the border. And you've got an equal number of people who are upset about spending. And so that means that the speaker in the bill that comes out of the Republican House is going to have to take into account the border and spending. And it can be done. We did this back in 2014, 13, when I was chairman of the Rules Committee. And you have to set your mark and stick to it.
2: Uh, Mike Simpson, Idaho, by the way. If if the speaker doesn't put that together, is his job at stake?
10: Well, sure it is. Uh, All of our jobs are at stake. And we ought to look at it that way. We ought to look at it that people expect us to do our jobs. But I think if you look at one of your... uh, uh, fellow networks, NBC, has for over two years been putting up a poll that shows right track, wrong track. That right track, wrong track shows the Biden administration wrong track at over 70 percent. Why would we refund something that is wrong track? That it, It's inconceivable. And so these are the kinds of things that need to be addressed. It's up to the House to do that. We're a, one part of the equation I'm proud of. If we live up to doing what we should do, just as we did in 2013, then we can help begin saving this country. I'm up for a fight, but I'm not up for doing the things that won't have the American people understand okay. why what we're doing.
2: All right. I want to ask you about Hunter Biden. Of course, the big story of of. Yesterday, maybe even the week, and, and something that'll continue at least politically. Your co- your colleague Matt Gates, Republican from Florida, sent the following tweet uh, earlier today. He said, "Quote: How are we supposed to feel if U.S. versus Hunter Biden goes all the way to the Supreme Court and becomes a landmark pro Second Amendment decision, deeming large swaths of gun control screening or background checks questions unconstitutional? Will we be cheering Hunter?" How would you answer that question?
10: Well, what I would say is we already know what the law is. We already know that the Department of Justice gave him a sweetheart deal. We already know that the Department of Justice confused this issue with his father over the uh, the crime syndicate that they are both deeply involved in and the Department of Justice is trying to pull this out. So I I can't imagine that it's going to go a whole lot further. The question is, when is the Department of Justice going to recognize that people are watching and see this for what it is? And that's when we need to recognize the law is fine, but it's got to be applied in a fair way.
2: Congressman Pete Sessions, thank you for joining us once again. Hope you come on back. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Kurt, um, I know you had a, a reaction there to, to the term uh, "Biden crime syndicate." That was not seasonal allergies. It was not. It was
6: not <laughs> I heard a lot of words coming from the congressman, but you know he might want to check with his own colleagues because it was my former boss just yesterday, Daryl Issa. Daryl Issa, the former chairman of the Oversight Committee, who literally said. We don't have any evidence as of yet about there being any crimes or information linking directly Joe Biden and the financial activities of his son. That's Daryl Isis saying that, OK? Like, this is not someone who's a a, a, a middle-of-the-road Republican or, or squish. This is a guy who led the charge on Benghazi, led the charge on Fast and Furious. I was there with him when we were doing that. So for someone like that who knows what it's like to run the oversight committee, to out, outrightly say, yeah, we don't have the evidence yet. That's pretty startling. I don't know how you go out there and say this is a crime
1: syndicate. When your own colleagues say, yeah, we don't have the goods yet. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm sure, you know, other Republicans like Pete Sessions feel a lot of pressure from their own constituents who want this impeachment inquiry to go forward. I mean, this is happening because the base of the Republican Party has been calling for this. And we are seeing uh, Republicans accusing the Justice Department of this double standard of justice into how Hunter Biden is treated versus um, how Joe Biden is or uh, excuse me, how Donald Trump is treated in. And then, of course, you have uh, Republicans, you know, essentially pushing for impeachment because in a way, I guess it could be argued that this is a revenge for the two times that Donald
5: Trump was impeached.
2: Actually, I real quick, do you, do you agree with that term? Like, is, that, is, I think is that too
5: wor- much? Well, I, I think it's worse that the um, the whole process of, of doing this has become political. I think mm-hmm. it's ruining the foundation of our, you know, and it started with the Democrats. It started with the Democrats. You can say it started with Clinton, maybe, but it started with the Democrats and so with Trump. And so I think this is a major problem. And, and I also think what this is going to do Right or wrong, whether I believe that it should happen or not, is it's going to continue the conversation of bad things that supposedly Hunter, potentially the president did. All right. Well, speaking of Democrats uh, and the president, they not only face
2: problems in the Midwest where we started our show with the UAW strike. Let's turn now to what's going on in New York City, where tensions are growing in uh, as it relates to that city's migrant crisis. Anti-migrant protesters hit the streets outside of the Roosevelt Hotel today. It's been used as an arrival center and a, a, really a shelter for migrants there. The demonstrators interrupted a press conference led by some pretty big-name Democrats who you see there. Hard to hear AOC there. Uh, Chris, this is, this is growing and growing and growing right now in, in, in a city where leadership is pointing its fingers back at the White House.
4: Yeah, you know um, this is a kind of issue that will move voters to vote uh, that will supersede other considerations. Um, in, if every state's a border state now, which is the which is the consequence. Hmm. Uh, the problem, and this is not just an American problem; it's around the world. The global South putting pressure on the global North. Poor countries south of the uh, equator putting pressure on wealthy nations in the north. This is coming to—we e- were just in Chicago. We had a great town hall with Mike Pence uh, and talking to the folks out there. That's what they're experiencing. That's what they see. This is the kind of issue, like crime, that it is adjacent to, that will push voters who might be open to the Democrats away from it if the Democratic Party can't
2: Well, we just heard voice. it was the,
4: the first thing that Pete Sessions told us in that interview uh, when
2: we were just talking about General Washington messiness. He went right to the border. Ashley?
5: Well, yeah, and I think if you talk to any of the political, the presidential candidates right now, the thing they're hearing about is number one, the border, two, crime, and three, the economy. In what order? You know, it doesn't matter. But the administration has to get a grasp on this because, um, and when you said this or that when President Trump, like him or not, when he was in, the border was under control more than it ever was, right tactics or not. We have to acknowledge that. And I also think that these cities that are getting most of these individuals, which one, I hate that these individuals are being politicized because they're human beings and that's what we, number one, should be thinking of first. But these cities... And the governors and the the mayors always said they're sanctuary cities. They want to be sanctuary cities, so now they're sanctuary cities, and so they're not dealing with the problem. They have to come up with some of these these processes of what how to deal with it. And it is the administration's fault that they're putting their head in the sand and not dealing with it.
6: Yeah, this is a major political problem because Chris is right. This isn't you know I, I grew up in San Diego, so this you know border state. People who live with this see this issue very differently and very personally compared to the rest of the country. We live with the fear of, hey, if you get hit by an illegal immigrant who doesn't have a license or insurance, you're screwed. Like, (laughs) you know, that we were taught that growing up. And this is an issue that kind of cuts through all the chatter of Washington because it's it's in your backyard. It's in your emergency rooms. It's in your schools. It's on your freeways. And if the administration doesn't have an answer for it and this keeps going on, it's just like death by a thousand cuts. It's a core competency issue. And that's one of the things that has been one of the strengths of the Biden argument. I'm the competent one. Competency over chaos. This stuff cuts through that. All
2: right. Well, coming up, NASA. Wants to play a bigger role when it comes to UFOs. And it says it wants to be open about evidence. It wants to be open about findings, transparency. But the space agency could not seem to be transparent even on day one. News Nation was there questioning them about it. That exchange and the reaction. Next.
12: Moderate to severe eczema still disrupts my skin. Despite treatment, it disrupts my skin with
1: itch. It disrupts my skin with rash. But now, I can disrupt eczema with Renvoke. Renvoke is not a steroid, topical, or injection. It's one pill once a day. Many taking Renvoke saw clear or almost
12: clear skin, while some saw up to 100% clear skin. And they felt dramatic and fast itch relief, some as early as two days. That's Renvoke Relief.
11: Renvoke can lower your ability to fight infections, including TB, serious infections and blood clots, some fatal, cancers, including lymphoma and skin cancer, death, heart attacks, Stroke and tears in the stomach or intestines occurred. People 50 and older with at least one heart disease risk factor have higher risks. Don't take if allergic to Rinvoq, as serious reactions can occur. Tell your doctor if you are or may become pregnant.
12: Disrupt the itch and rash of eczema. Talk to your doctor about Rinvoq.
11: Learn how Abby can help you save. Behold, a new breed ready to Swarm ready to sting the defiant power-packed all-new hybrid electric dodge hornet rt performance electrified
1: if i would have kept making only the minimum payments on my credit cards my debt would have taken me 47 years to pay off
7: whether it's credit card medical or personal loan debt national debt relief negotiates with your creditors to reduce the amount
12: you owe National Debt Relief reduced my debt by about 40%. And
7: you could be debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months. Call or visit NationalDebtRelief.com to find out how you can become debt-free.
5: Did you use your mum's car to dispose of a body? It's
7: a
11: size and scale that will make this one of the country's largest ever manholes. As in everything.
12: Including you, Father Brown.
0: Sounds like i got some catching up today.
12: Well, I'm certainly going to give it a whirl. They want you to change your name.
11: Terry Grant. I won't give back. Watch me.
5: Stream the best of British TV. Only on BritBox. Watch with a free trial at BritBox.com.
12: Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Wait, you look and sound just like me. Actually, I am you. Because I'm the same news programs on Sling for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all your favorite news programs and more on Sling, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? It's It's the the same same news for less, starting at $40 a month. Sling. Moving forward with node-positive breast cancer is overwhelming, but I never just found my way. I made it and did all I could to prevent recurrence. Verzenio reduces the risk of recurrence of HR-positive HER2-negative node-positive early breast cancer with a high chance of returning, as determined by your doctor when added to hormone therapy. Hormone therapy works outside the cell, while Verzenio works inside, to help stop the growth of cancer cells. Diarrhea is common, may be severe, or cause dehydration or infection. At the first sign, call your doctor, start an antidiarrheal, and drink fluids. Before taking Verzenio, tell your doctor about any fever, chills, or other signs of infection. Verzenio may cause low white blood cell counts, which may cause serious infection that can lead to death. Life-threatening lung inflammation can occur. Tell your doctor about any new or worsening trouble, breathing, cough, or chest pain. Serious liver problems can happen. Symptoms include fatigue, appetite loss, stomach pain, and bleeding or bruising. Blood clots that can lead to death have occurred. Tell your doctor if you have pain or swelling in your arms or legs, shortness of breath, chest pain, and rapid breathing or heart rate, or if you are nursing, pregnant, or plan to be. I'm making my own way forward. Ask your doctor about Everyday Versenio.
9: Did you know taking Zizol at night relieves allergies while you sleep? So you wake refreshed for a more productive day. Get 24-hour continuous relief
11: that does not fade. Be wise all. Take Zizor at night. ACC football on the CW continues when the key debts of VMI go on the road to NC State to face the vaunted Wolfpack defense. VMI NC State this Saturday at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific on the CW.
2: Do you plan on doing that forever? Is is that a temporary thing? Because it seems to cut against the dedication to being open and transparent. At the time, yes, we we are withholding that name. That, of course, was News Nation's Joe Khalil asking NASA yesterday why it wasn't releasing the name of the person it says will be overseeing research into UFOs at the government agency. But hours later, NASA backtracked. They announced that Mark McInerney is taking that title. In the meantime, questions about the many reports of unidentified objects being spotted in our skies continues. Joining us is Bryce Zabel, co-host of the Need to Know podcast and an investigative journalist. Bryce, thanks for being here. Uh, You know, I saw this yesterday and it was like they've got this press (laughs) conference. They're going to roll it out. Uh, We got a new head, a UAP director at NASA. Who is it? Can't tell you. What do you mean he can't tell us? And then hours later, they told us. It was almost like on day one, they tried to be transparent, but were forced into being transparent.
13: Yeah, it's not the first time. Probably won't be the last. I just say go, Joe, uh, over at uh, News Nation, because he he asked the right question. You know, the the report and the news conference was a mixed bag. I mean, in many respects, I thought it was positive, but on the other hand, those kind of things, like about the transparency, really did undermine it. They were disappointing. You know, you talked about. You know, the the transparency aspect of of the new director not being announced. Well, first of all, the guy's been on the job for a while. Why wasn't he there at the conference? I mean, if he's the Mm -hmm. new guy on the job, not only that, uh, before he had that job, he was also a liaison to the Department of Defense on this very
2: issue. So I would think he'd be a pretty good guy to have there. So I was a little
13: disappointed about that.
2: I want to get your reaction to this. Bill Nelson, NASA administrator, former astronaut. One comment that he made. Watch
10: The NASA independent
0: study team did not find any evidence that UAP have an extraterrestrial origin. But we don't know what these UAP are.
13: Hmm. I raised an eyebrow now. (laughs) <laughs> well okay um first of all nasa's had got had 80 years or uh, well, actually since 1958 when they were first uh, created to get involved in this nasa was even asked back in 1997 uh 1977 rather by jimmy carter's a uh, uh, science director to look into ufos and they did something pretty unusual they just flat out rejected the president said we're not going to do that and and I thought when I heard Bill Nelson say that, that would take the cake. But the one that really bothered me is um, he was asked about whistleblower David Grush, who has famously been on News Nation, and he's also yep. testified to Congress for two hours uh, in public. And when he was asked about him, this is what Bill Nelson said about that. He said, well, uh, what he said, if I recall, having only seen this on the nightly news, was that he had a friend who knew about a UFO locked up in a warehouse. He also said he had another friend. Friend that knew there were parts of an alien Okay, I'm sorry This guy is the director of NASA He's been assigned to look into this He's devoted NASA uh, resources to it and there is a congressional investigation with three witnesses, two pilots and a whistleblower who's testified already for 11 hours to the U.S. government behind closed doors. But he doesn't watch that in a month and a half that he has to look at it. And instead, he starts talking about things like that. So I would just say this, for crying out loud, that is not the way forward. And I think NASA is sort of playing into – well, you probably know this, but NASA used to be referred to by people as – um what, what, never a straight
2: answer. And that's kind of what I felt watching it the other day. Right. Bryce Abel, thank you, sir. Appreciate the time.
9: My pleasure. Uh,
2: Ju- Julia, to, to not just, like, hammer on NASA here for a second. Yeah. Here's also what they said in their report yesterday. They said, uh, quote, The negative perception surrounding the reporting of UAP poses an obstacle to collecting data on these phenomena. NASA's very involvement in UAP will play a vital role in reducing stigma, associated with UAP reporting, which almost certainly leads to data attrition. Essentially saying their involvement, once people know, hey, NASA's involved... Maybe it destigmatizes it a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, it's hard to see that when you have Bill Nelson essentially saying, well, they're not aliens, but it could be something else, but we don't know. I think Bill Nelson's response and the um, quote that the guest just brought up and what he was on tape saying sort of gets to the root of the problem. I think a lot in a lot of these uh, questions people have about the UFOs, it's not are we alone or aliens? It's just about how transparent is the government here? I think there is understanding understandably a lot of uh, skepticism to what david grush has said in the past and there's a lot of questions about that but if you know if NASA's just going to sort of dismiss him that's fine but maybe uh sort of point by point get into those right. questions i mean
6: sometimes the government's supposed to keep secrets from the rest of us I'm true all
2: right well united auto workers have officially launched uh, for the first time ever, as we've been talking about a strike against the big three automakers. Elizabeth Vargas, all over this story. Been so for days. She joins us now. Elizabeth, it's a Friday.
12: Happy Friday. Wow. Doesn't it feel like this week has been two weeks long? Yeah, it's
2: been a busy one, yeah. Uh, it has been um, a really and, and busy one. And I think one. this. And I think this might be the biggest story of the week, easily, because it impacts so many people in so many states.
12: In so many ways that we might not even see yeah. yet, Blake. Obviously, the big question is how much longer will this strike go on? It, it, it's a targeted strike, but in three plants in three states, hitting the most popular truck and SUV models, workers walked off the jobs. Uh, today, as they're lining up at the union offices for their strike pay, they're all sounding like they're you know, in, in strict solidarity, but it's only day one. Uh, we'll see how yeah. this goes on. And they've been offered, you know, a 20 percent pay hike. Uh, but and we're going to go over what they're asking because they're saying, no, that's not enough. We want more than that. We also want a four day work week. Listen, the average yep. American got a pay raise of about five percent, maybe less uh, in 2022. So we'll break down the numbers, see what uh, what it all means for the UAW, why they think they're entitled to that, and more importantly, what this will mean for the rest of America. The, the chief economist of Moody's is saying that if this strike goes on, it could tip the country into a recession. I don't know if that's alarmist yeah. or not, but it's scary to hear.
2: A lot of worries there. And politically, which we we were talking about, I don't know if you saw Bernie Sanders there. Yeah, uh, well, Bernie Sanders is out there at the UAW.
12: And remember, Biden has said that he's the most pro-union president Mm -hmm. in history. Uh, He is sending delegates to help, you know, urge them to get some sort of a solution. But the longer this goes on, the worse it is for Biden as well, for a variety of reasons.
2: All right, Elizabeth Vargas, we'll see you in about uh, seven minutes time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yep, remember, you can watch Elizabeth Vargas Report, 6 o'clock Eastern, right here on News Nation. And coming up, football is back. Not just the NFL, not just college, high school football. Having a bit of a moment this season, there was a stat that I saw today, and I said, really? Why more kids, yeah, I was shocked at this, Chris. More kids will be under, under the lights for Friday night tonight. Just how much? We'll talk about it.
10: Coming up next, Elizabeth Vargas reports on News Nation, news for all America.
0: I know you think we can't afford it, but we need life insurance.
7: You're right. Life can change quickly. That's why SelectQuote makes it easy to get the life insurance coverage you need to protect your family for less than a dollar a day. SelectQuote found me a $500,000 term life policy for only $18 a month. We could help you save 50% or more on life insurance. You need life insurance. You don't need to overpay for it. Visit selectquote.com. We shop you save.
11: Pretzel fanatics are freaking out. Give your taste buds a twist. We at pretzels.com freshly bake over 45 varieties of chef-crafted gourmet pretzels in the heart of Pennsylvania. Get a new twist for someone you love or yourself at pretzels.com.
12: Will you pause it real quick? Uh, Just sold the car to Carvana. What? All I had to do was answer a couple of questions and got a real offer in seconds. Then they just picked up the car and paid me right on the spot.
11: Sell your car at Carvana.com today. Oh, yeah, dude,
2: that doesn't look good.
11: I know what to do. I'm
2: going to CashNetUSA.com. I can apply in minutes, and if approved,
8: I can have the money as soon as the same business day.
7: Go to CashNetUSA.com to
11: apply for the money you need. We will no longer be prisoners to you, Winter. We shall fly south to where the courts are eternally bright, and we will do so with Consumer Cellular. The same coverage for up to half the cost. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. My mental health was much better, but I struggled with uncontrollable movements called TD, Tardive Dyskinesia. TD can be caused by some mental health meds.
12: And it's unlikely to improve without treatment. I felt like my movements were in the spotlight
11: ingreza is a prescription medicine to treat adults with td movements ingreza is different it's the simple once daily treatment proven to reduce td that's number one prescribed people taking ingreza can stay on their current dose of most mental health meds ingreza 80 milligram is proven to reduce td movements in 7 out of 10 people don't take ingreza if you're allergic to any of its ingredients ingreza may cause serious side effects including sleepiness don't drive, operate heavy machinery, or do other dangerous activities until you know how ingreza affects you. Other serious side effects include potential heart rhythm problems and abnormal movements. It's nice. People focus more on me. Ask your doctor about number one prescribed once daily Ingreza. Learn how you can pay as little as $0 at ingreza.com.
6: Today, there are more identity threats than you realize. And only one has to sneak by.
11: Lifelock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated restoration specialist will help fix it. Backed by our million dollar protection package, Lifelock identity theft protection starts here.
0: Pop quiz! Did you know you can lose weight with a plan that fits your budget and your goals? Introducing Quick 9 from Nutrisystem. Lose up to 9 pounds your first 2 weeks. You get delicious frozen meals delivered right to your door with convenient shipments at an affordable price and fast weight loss.
13: I'm saving money and I'm losing weight.
0: It's flexible, it's affordable, and it works. Get off to a fast start with Quick 9. Call or go online right now to get over 50% off plus free extras. The key debts of BMI take on
11: NC State. Let's go. BMI NC State this Saturday at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific.
7: Can you believe this? Doug Flutie and Frank Thomas. You guys look great. Once I turn 40, let me guess less energy, less drive. Definitely. It's not your fault. It happens to every man. Testosterone well,
4: levels drop as you age. It happened to you guys? <laughs> yeah. So what did you do? We,
9: we got,
10: got Nugenics Nugenics Total,
7: Total T. Tea. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by testafin a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help increase testosterone levels. Nugenics is the number one doctor-recommended testosterone booster in the USA, number one at GNC, and number one at Walmart. But you can only get your complimentary bottle by texting ROOM to 42424. That does it. I gotta get Nugenics. Just send a text. Yeah, for a complimentary bottle. And by the way, she'll like it too. Get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics now. Text ROOM to 42424. Text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you lose fat and get lean absolutely free. That's ROOM to 42424.
2: All right, so before we say goodbye, here's a headline that caught my eye. Friday night, Friday night lights, probably going to be about a million high schoolers tonight, give or take, going under the lights for high school football headline. High school football makes a surprise comeback, rising 5.6% last year. When you compare that, boys' soccer up 3.2%, girls' volleyball 3.6%, national average basically for sports 3%, football just
5: about doubling it up.
2: That's what happens when you sit around for two years not being able to leave
6: your COVID. house. Covid, yeah. covid. This
2: is yeah. This is part of part of what they're talking about in the article.
5: I'm a Pittsburgh girl, so I'm for anyone to play football, and I let my son play football. But um, Julia, when you said at the break, I mean, just the fact that the helmets have changed yeah. so much over the years, I think that that's obviously positive for parents. Wait that a, are wait a concerned. minute, your
4: Pittsburgh girl?
5: Go Steelers! Yes. Okay, that's
4: that's <laughs> fine. But what, what the most important football <laughs> contest happening this week? Is the backyard brawl resumes between Ooh. Pitt and WVU? Ooh. I will the be answer. there. I will take my man children to Morgantown for their I'm first time I'm dying. To go, to go to Morgantown. Where, Which side are you on? Because that Pit. old could. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you, were, WVU, I thought you seemed a, like a good person, no. and now it's all over because <laughs> you you're did on take the wrong my time side. earlier. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. That's that, that's
2: reasonable. But let's go Mountaineers, is what I say. By the way, 1.1 million kids on high school football teams in 2019. The number is basically going like this, just straight down went up last year. you got about a million kids playing high school football. I was shocked to read that because of all the headlines with CTE and injuries and all that, parents pulling their kids out. But nope, COVID, kids are back on the football field. Thanks for joining us here on the Hill on News Nation. Happy Friday to you, to everyone at home. We'll be back next week, uh, 5 o'clock Eastern on Monday. But until then, Elizabeth Vargas reports starts
12: right now. A historic strike as auto workers in three states walk off the job, bringing production to a halt for some of America's most popular trucks and SUVs. The targeted strike standing up picket lines at three plants today as the union turns down a 20 percent wage hike. How long will the strike last and what will it mean to car prices and to the economy? Then the Pentagon revisits its investigation into the deadly attack on the airport in Afghanistan that killed 13.